0: Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. And I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and our toll-free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And I hope it finds you well. I I was off for a a few days. Well, it wasn't off. I was just not on the air. Uh, Towards the end of last week, it's good. I'm probably gonna have to be retrained. Uh, You know, you got to dust off the cobwebs. Plus, it's a Monday. Uh, I'm making all the excuses possible. Uh, The website allamericangold.com. Ramon, who keeps us all in the know. We articles, videos. uh, I mean, we got the shopping cart. Right, you can shop online now. Uh, People shop all the time now. So the weekend, people are placing orders there. Uh, We got the medals plan. Uh, If you haven't signed up for the medals plan, uh, we did a great show earlier last week about 401Ks and what their performance has been. And what I liked about it is it was really kind of random. They said, hey, let's just take the last 12 years. Fair enough, right? So 12 years ago, uh, you think back about 07, and, and, and you know what, what what's funny about 07? Things were already bad here, right? Housing had uh, rolled over a, a while ago. Really, housing started to roll over here, what, about late 05? Uh, but had totally rolled over. The Dow still hadn't peaked yet. Uh, but the Dow uh, in the last 12 years has doubled. It's not bad, right? You know, not bad. And over the last 12 years, gold has doubled. And and actually, uh, maybe a little bit more, but but close enough. Okay, so you think about stocks have doubled, gold has doubled, That should tell you that, hey, my 401k is doing as good as my gold holdings. But according to the data from uh, Vanguard, who these guys were the best of the best, they are the best of the best. It even had to say in the article, oh, by the way, uh, the Vanguard guys do better than, than the other guys. So if you're not fortunate enough to have your company have Vanguard administering your 401k, the numbers are even worse for you. And my guess is because maybe Vanguard charges a little less in fees. That's, that's, that's just what I'm going to assume. But according to Vanguard, there is no change in the actual balance of 401k's. If you look at the median balance of 401Ks in 2007, it was 22K. Guess what it is today, 22K. The problem was if you took the older people, the people whose accounts are bigger, right? You know, you're older, you've been in it longer, you're closer to retirement. Believe it or not, the median account has fallen it you went know, from 72K to 62K. Uh, and, and of course, listen, I've been saying this for a long time. And, and it bothers me that people don't say it more because they want you to believe you're crazy if you're a gold buyer, right? There's something wrong with you. We poke fun at it here. I poke fun. I've got six tinfoil helmets in my studio, right? I mean, you know, I know I'm not crazy. I know that. And all of you out there need to understand it. And, and, and here's the best way for me to teach you and tell you that you're not. They tell you, you have to buy stocks and bonds. They, they say, listen, and, and, and I tell you that, right? What do I always say? Don't put all your money in gold and silver. That's dumb. It's like uh, putting all your money in housing or putting your all your money in bonds or putting it all in stocks. You don't do that. You, you be truly diversified. But the, the fact that they want you to believe you're crazy and something's wrong with you, why? Why would they say that? Because they know, right? Number one, when you actually buy physical gold, they don't get to whack you. Right? I don't call you up every year and say, hey, uh, spacatelli. Hey, how you doing today? Yeah, it's Joe over here, Patriot. Hey, listen, uh, you know, uh, gold's done real well here this year, and you got quite a bit of it. Uh, go ahead and mail me two dollars gold pieces, and we'll call it good. Right? And then do that every single year. Right? So, so that's number one. But number two, if you actually do the math, Gold outperforms. I don't care. Pick the years. 12 years. Gold's better. Right? Go back to 1971. See, when they try to do it, and listen, for those of you that, that that know, when you deal with these Wall Street pinstripe bandits, right, they always want to say, well, over the last 100, 200 years, look like the Dow's crushed gold. Right? That's what they tell you. Here's the funny part about that. The gold was the money back then. So if the Dow good did, gold did good because it was the same thing, right? We went full fiat, went to a fiat currency in 1971. And if you track the Dow's performance and you track gold's performance, gold wins. Now, pick different time periods, right? And stocks could do a little better. Gold could do a little bit, But overall, over time, Well, it's a great place to put your money. You're not crazy. You're actually pretty smart. When we get back, I've got a major update on the trade situation. Don't touch that down. Stay with us. I've got an update on the trade war coming. Uh, I'll probably do it in the next segment. Uh, But we're talking about gold and stocks and bonds. And remember, Jay Powell when he was testifying in front of Congress and, and and really how sad it is, not Jay Powell in his testimony uh, just had the behavior and it's both sides I don't care Democrats, Republicans I mean they're, they're all is they care about is political agendas they don't care about the country uh, but but remember when they asked them about gold and returning to the gold standard. And remember what his answer was. And and it was one, I'll say this, and I've said it multiple times. I appreciate Jay Powell's simple talk. In other words, uh, Alan Greenspan, when he talked, no one even knew what he said, right? I mean, by the the time he got done speaking, you didn't know if he thought the economy was doing good. Was it doing bad? Right? Were you going into a recession? Is it an economic expansion? We didn't know. And, and, obviously, Bernanke and Yellen, they were good at that as well. Uh, but but Jay Powell, uh, much simpler uh, when he talks. And, and I like that because, you know what, he can relate to everybody. And he said he didn't want to go back to the gold standard. And he said, because, you know, we can't do our mandate then. Right? Our mandate of full employment and stable prices. And, of course, I'm sitting there thinking, if if I was the one, if I was sitting there, and I was able to ask him that question, and he gave me that answer, I guess my, my response would be, how could you sit there with a straight face and say that you've given us stable prices? Right? I mean, just look at a gold piece. Right when they confiscated gold in 1933, see the banks wanted the control. They wanted the power, and you need to understand that that's all it was. The very wealthiest bankers in the world wanted the power, and they wanted the power everywhere. Because remember what else he said? Well, you know everybody else did it right Everybody else did it and of course as a parent right we're all parents it was if you if your body's jumped off a bridge would you you know right you know that, that old chestnut but I was thinking about it and how how true it is does that make it right and really what these bankers did here They did it everywhere, right? They did it to the Germans and the French and the English, just like they did it to us. They want power. Now, we lived on this gold standard for a long time. Matter of fact, before this third reincarnation of a central bank that we had and starting in 1913. The country had spent the vast majority uh, of its birth, if you will, its inception without a central bank. You know, last time I checked, you know, we did okay. I, you know, we beat the British without it. Right? We did a, you know we had a civil war without it I mean we, we, we were doing just fine. but they wanted more power. And so now they have this power. We need to believe it, right? We need to believe that they can control employment. They can't. listen raising and lowering interest rates quarters of a point doesn't control employment. I know they oh, no, well, it does because they can borrow on this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, we know what happens. What do they do? They borrow to buy back their own stock, right? Uh, and, And, of course, stable prices, the only thing stable about prices is everything costs more, right? I guess if that's stability, then okay, But he's sitting there and he's trying to say, hey, you know what? We need to have the power. And and I guess we need to ask the question, why? Shouldn't really the the central bank's job make sure that the banks don't fleece the customers? Right? I mean, think about how many banking scandals have there been? And I'm not just talking about Wells Fargo who just, you know, how they're still in business. I, I hate to say this, I, I don't like Elizabeth Warren. I, I think um, she would be very bad for the country. I think I would be, my company, Patriot Trading Group, we'd probably do really well, right, if she was president. And that's why I'm telling you, don't vote for her. I, I, don't, I think that'll be bad, even though I would do well. But the one thing that she does say that I agree with: Wells Fargo should no longer be a bank. I mean, they literally ripped off almost every single customer they had in every way possible, right? And of course, think about Warren Buffett, right? They 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 put him out on TV, you know, I, and I don't know if he's the second richest man the third richest man whatever one of the richest men in the world and you know he's the great the the great oracle of omaha and and i think about warren buffett he is great and i don't i don't want to slight the man he made a career in debt and smartly he took other people's money and bought the best companies around. And now they call him brilliant, right? And it is brilliant, right? He didn't have to take his money to do it, right? He actually never started a single thing. But he was able to capitalize on the system that we had, but, but neither here nor there. They dust him off, and then they, they, they try to convince you that this is how it needs to be. And, and how horrible it would be. And you, you're seeing the articles now, aren't you? Oh, it could be devastating to go back to the gold standard. Yes, it would be for a little while. All of these zombie companies that we have out there, all of this debt that we have out there, think about this um, earlier this morning. They think they're going to be close to coming to an agreement on the debt ceiling. Now, Congress created this debt ceiling right? to say, hey, you know, we want to make sure we keep this spending in check. Now, we didn't need a debt ceiling up until we let the central bankers have total, total and complete control over all of us. I mean, the debt in 1971 was only $400 billion. $250 billion of that, by the way, came from World War II. And then Lyndon Johnson and started, you know, Lyndon Johnson, think about stuff Lyndon Johnson started, like, uh, food stamps. Right? And, and all, those, uh, all of those programs, which... Didn't seem like a lot back then, it, it, and now you got forty million people on them. But the debt really only went up during war. And we we really didn't have very much national debt during the Great Depression. Matter of fact. Most of the decade of the Great Depression, we ran pretty pretty much balanced budget. Some years we ran a little surplus. Some years we ran a little deficit. We ran some deficits during World War II. Most people don't know, and they don't want to educate you. We ran just as many surpluses as we did deficits on a government level. Right after World War II, up until 1971. That's a fact. See, that was the last remnant, the last holdover of the gold standard. See, you had to keep that national debt in check. But the bankers knew, hey, we're going we're gonna to default on this debt. You know, you think about it, they defaulted to, on us in '33. You couldn't own gold, right, for 40 years because they knew hey, if we let the American public have the opportunity to choose, which, by the way, one of the great things with Ron Paul I love choose, pick. I would love that. I'd let Bitcoin be in, gold be in, right? the renminbi the u.s dollar whatever you wanted to i don't care libra let them all pick pick which one and you know why i say that because i know gold would win but they wanted to re-educate everybody and when they closed the gold window in 1971 that didn't have to do with us per se it does oh trust me it did But what they did was they told all the foreign governments that were holding U.S. debt, no more gold for you. See, the only thing that happened during the 50s and the 60s was these foreign governments were saying, yeah, you know what, I'm going to take some of these treasury holdings that just matured and I'm going to buy gold with it. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Right? That's what's happening right now. Right? Think about all these central banks that are saying, eh, you know what? I'm going to have a little less dollars. I'm going to buy a little more gold. And so we said, hey, you no longer can do it anymore. And as soon as we said that, What happened? I mean, we went 195 years to get $400 billion of debt. Ten years later, the debt was a trillion dollars. Of course, hey, we don't have to give them gold anymore, so it's okay. Right now, of course, it's $22.525 trillion. And now... They're getting ready to make a deal. We're going to spend a bunch of money because, you know, that's how they make deals in Washington. But we are going to let the debt limit go. They used to put dollar values on it. Hey, when the debt hits a trillion, we need to have a talk, right? Congress needs to get together to talk. Right, what it's two trillion, five trillion, ten trillion. The problem now is it goes up so fast that about what was I think about three years ago or so, we stopped putting a number on it. Because nobody wants to go out there and tell you, hey, we're gonna increase the debt ceiling by five trillion dollars. Right? What? What what no? No, two years. Now, it hasn't happened yet, but it looks like that's going to be the deal. Two years. So the next time our government is even going to talk about debt it will be in 2021, and the debt will be somewhere between 26 to $27 trillion in two years. And you sit there and you think about why they don't want you to buy gold. It's the same reason they don't want to go back to the gold standard. Right? Because then the truth would come out. The truth would be, hey, you know what? We were robbing you the whole time. And even worse, we were lying about it. Right? I mean, what would you have to revalue gold at to to keep pace? Picture Radio News Hour, I got a great special and an update on the trade war when
1: we return.
2: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now continuing that legacy, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The six major female candidates for the Democratic presidential nomination were supposed to be thriving by now. Senators Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Kirsten Gillibrand, and Amy Klobuchar were thought to be the cream of the crop. Instead, the Democrat B team has dominated the field. Names like Biden, Bernie, Beto, and Buttigieg enjoy a handy lead in most recent polls. Joe Biden is basically running away with the nomination, even though he's really the weakest of them all. A lot of people are wondering why we're seeing so much traction for white men when many thought 2020 would be the year of women and minorities. The B-team can thank Hillary Clinton for this. The overpaid pundits all thought 2020 would be about backlash against President Trump. Come to find out, the next election is shaping up to be a backlash against Hillary. Grassroots Democrats are rebelling against the relentless liberal media pressure to support a candidate because of their sex or race. Just take a look at where the women were in the early polls. Elizabeth Warren is one of the women far behind the B-team in most polling. She's so desperate for any kind of attention, she's been spending her time bashing Fox News while refusing to do a town hall on their station. Warren absurdly tweeted that Fox News is a hate-for-profit racket that gives a megaphone to racists and conspiracists. It's designed to turn us against each other. Next up is Kirsten Gillibrand, who blames gender bias for her poor performance with Democrats. She said, I think people are generally biased against women. I think also biased against young women. The real reason is not gender bias. It's backlash by Democrats against Hillary Clinton for taking them down the road to a crushing defeat in 2016. In 2018, after all, other feminist Democrat senators lost big in their home states of North Dakota and Missouri. They didn't lose because they were women. They lost because they were feminists. The American people didn't want that in 2016, and they don't want it now. Instead of blaming gender bias, the Democrat candidates should blame their poor performance in polls on the fear Americans have of giving the nomination to another radical feminist in the mold of Hillary Clinton.
3: Thanks for
0: listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You'll be glad to know the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly continues, upheld by Ed Martin, President of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Chairman Helen Marie Taylor. Treasurer John Schlafly, a full staff in St. Louis in our nation's capital, and thousands of citizen volunteers, her Eagles, across the country. You can be part of that legacy at PhyllisSchlafly.com. That's PhyllisSchlafly.com. We're back 800 592 You know, the dirty little secret is a simple one. The bankers wanted control and they wanted the ability to create debt because that's how they prosper this is why they don't want you to buy gold listen they banned it for 40 years for a reason there's they're, they're they, you know these guys aren't dumb of course they banned it because if they didn't you would have been like yeah forget this I'm buying gold right I'm putting it I'm, I'm putting gold in my pocket think about then they told you when they finally made it legal what did they tell you Oh, you know what I mean. I mean? It doesn't pay interest, right? That was a big thing. Oh, it doesn't pay interest. Of course, now they don't pay interest. <laughs> right. And now what? What are you going to do? Where, where would you put it? Well, the same place you put your cash, you know that you have at home, right? You, there, there's there's a thing. I know it's a brand new invention. It's called a safe. I, I know, right? I mean, you go to Costco for like two hundred dollars, and you can buy one. It's crazy. Huh, it's so difficult. How can you sell it? And you know how many gold dealers there are? How many coin shops there are? They're everywhere. 800 uh, 951 be, Before the special, we got an item we haven't run in a long time because there's just never a product to run them. Got a good, great item. Not a lot. Very limited uh, number today, but be ready for that. But before we do, this hasn't gained a lot of traction. I haven't seen anybody run it, i.e. the Wall Street Journal or Zero Hedge or Drudge or, or anybody really. But Jim Cramer went out on TV today and said, this is what the CEOs are telling him about the trade deal, right? Remember, we haven't heard nothing since the G20 on trade. Jason, play Kramer.
2: RJ O'Brien had a note last night saying, we think it's possible the president moves on the $300 billion Absolutely. this week.
1: Absolutely. I think, it's, think very, it's possible? I think it's very possible. I think the Chinese are really playing with fire. I think the president very much wants to, he loves the tariffs, very much wants to have the tariffs, okay, and then take them down. It's easier to have them up and take them down than it is to slap them on. That has been a continual theme in the White House, by the way, from some of the people. Listen, let's just get the tariffs up. So I think, the, I, don't, I cannot believe the Chinese are not showing good faith right here in buying.
2: I think they're watching the clock here, Jim. I don't think there's any doubt about that.
1: Well, you know, they're so-called playing the long game. Give me a break. I mean, the president's playing. They, I think maybe they're looking at who are they thinking is like Senator Warren. I mean, they, they're trying to play that game. They better stop playing politics and better start ordering because most of the, of the industrial companies that I, I talk to are ready for the big increase, maybe within the next two weeks. Interesting. That's what they're talking about on, uh, offline. We're about to get yeah. we're about to get tariffs on three hundred billion any day now.
2: That's uh, that's something to watch. Yeah, no, Obviously. I'm glad you
1: brought that up yeah. because I, I don't think people realize that the president is—he's hungry for tariffs. He really
2: is, uh, and not afraid to to slap them on. There's oh, no, not—that's uh, obvious by now.
1: Oh, no, he was a good day. nothing like a good tariff for that guy.
0: Jim Kramer on TV today. Days away, and I think we're. Uh, uh, this is what I think. I think. The president's waiting for the central bank to cut rates, and it continued to be very dumb. Another Twitter storm uh, attacking the the central bank again today uh, and and getting ready to possibly move uh, on these tariffs. Because, remember, China was supposed to start buying stuff, remember? That was the deal that they told us. Uh, in the G20, hey, they're gonna buy some food and they're gonna buy some uh, uh, stuff for Huawei or this or that or the other, and they haven't done it. I mean, really, have they bought nothing? No, they bought a little bit, but really, almost nothing. They they essentially have uh, told uh, the president, you know, hey, you know, kiss our backside. And, and you know what's so funny is. They said, "There's Kramer's. Like, I can't believe it! I can't believe it! I, I, I told you. I told you this was how it was going to go. And 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 you start thinking about, okay, what's next for gold? What's next for silver? You know, gold's 1427, $14.28. It's up like a dollar day. Silver, another good day in the silver market. Up another twenty-five cents here for silver. We had some profit taking on Friday." Uh, next week we're gonna get the rate cut how big I know the president wants 50 basis points I think what we're gonna get though is 25 and the uh, dovish statement right in other words hey here's 25 and hey, we're you know we're still watching here and and they're gonna, you're going to hear trade war, this, that, and the other. And we're going to go another 25 in the next meeting. And I think that could be when you see the president throw the other $300 billion in tariffs. Because I'm going to say this right now. I've been watching. China hasn't done anything that it said it was going to do. Uh, kind of like the hey, we're 90% uh, on our way to a deal. And then China came back and said, hey, we don't agree to any of this stuff. Kind of the same thing. So I think this is setting up uh, for the next leg here in the gold market. I think we're going to see uh, not only a rate cut, but the trade war, which I wasn't sure if the president was going to follow through. Because I'll be honest with you, I was disappointed with the G. I I I really was disappointed with what happened at the G20. He let China off the hook, and I didn't understand. I'm like... He must only care about Wall Street. Right? That was the only thing I could think of because China had done absolutely nothing to warrant, what, any type of forgiveness. And now they they didn't buy, they didn't, they were supposed to buy the soybeans and they were supposed to buy the hogs and they were supposed to buy all this agricultural product and they haven't done it. So we'll see. And now I, I didn't actually think that we would get the other $300 billion. I didn't. I didn't think we would. I, I didn't think that I thought that maybe, and I don't know why I thought it, but I did. That Trump was more worried about Wall Street. And, and really I think what he was worried about is I can't trust Jay Powell. I can't trust this central bank because not we don't need a quarter point we don't need a half of a point if we're gonna go and say that's it everything that we buy from china now is going to be hit with tariffs and we're going to have an escalation of this trade war right we got to be we got to be realistic right i mean what is what do we need four cuts six cuts do we need to go back to zero and how quickly Are we going to get there? Because if they don't go fast enough, right, we're going to have trouble. And I think this is kind of what the president's been talking about. What has he been talking about for the last six weeks? I want that dollar lower. I want the dollar lower. I want the dollar lower. I think he may get his wish. Patriot Radio News Hour. when we get back, got a great item for you. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Uh, Today, we've got an item. We don't get to sell a lot of these anymore. I I remember when I first started here. These were always uh, a hot item. Uh, Talking about the Indians. You know, we have two kinds of Indians. A $10 uh, Indian, and then you got the five-dollar Indian, the two and a half-dollar Indian. There's actually a one-dollar as well. Uh, the the one-dollar is just incredibly expensive, and same with the 2 two and a half. You know, a two and a half uh, Indian, uh, or even a, or a lib. When you think about price per ounce, uh, they're just so expensive. It's it's just not practical. So when you deal with Indians, you're normally talking about tens and five. And remember, the Indians came with the saints, right? So they were going to be the fractional coins that went with the St. Gaudens. So you had, you know, remember the $20 Liberty, $10 Liberty, $5 Liberty? Well, uh, when Teddy Roosevelt, they redesigned all the coins, right? We know about the $20, you know, Augusta St. Gaudens, the saint. But they also did the $10 and the $5 Indians to go with those saints. They were the fractional coins of the saints. Uh, remember, we had the plague, uh, 1916. They actually stopped minting Indians because they thought that the the Indian carried the plague. Uh, because the at least on the five dollar and the two and a half dollar, they had an incused design, which means they actually carved into the coins, and you know, and the dirt and the germs would get in there. Uh, so the Indian series, they didn't mint that many of them, and they didn't mint them uh, for most of the minting cycle from 08, if you will, to 1933. They only minted Indians for like 10 years. So so uh, they carry a higher premium, and they're really hard to get in any number. Uh, I got a phone call today uh, from one of our, our suppliers. The, these coins... Uh, are arriving in san diego this morning well this afternoon they're arriving in san diego this afternoon i've got thirty ten dollar indians now the ten dollar indian is the lady liberty and she's got on the indian headdress right so she's wearing the feathers right the indian head headdress on lady liberty Absolutely, I'm pretty sure Colin Kaepernick uh would call this a racist coin right because you know got you know, oh you can't have Lady Liberty with the Indian head headdress on uh that that's racist of course it is right and of course it was really meant to what to honor and show respect but but neither here uh here or there I'm sure it is not a politically correct coin uh, and, and here's the great thing about it today. Uh, you know, and of course, I, I've told you, right, and I just told you the story. Listen, these carry a higher premium. Uh, normally, a $10 Indian is anywhere from 20 to 40 at the peak. $10 Indians, believe it or not, used to be like a $100 a coin more than a $10 Liberty. And may have actually got to 200 bucks more. Uh, but lately, for most of the last, say, two years... A $10 Indian runs about $20 more. So not only do I never get a lot of them, uh, same amount of gold as a $10 Liberty, buy the $10 Liberty. You know, our, our mantra Our mantra here, buy it as cheap to, or as close to spot as possible. So today, I've got 30 $10 Indians, and they're going to be $10 less than a $10 Liberty. So you're going to be saving $30 per coin, uh, $785 on these $30, $10 Indians. Lady Liberty uh, with the Indian headdress on at 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Uh, $10 Indians for $10 less. At 800 951 0592. And then, you know, you start thinking about where we're at right now. If Kramer's right, which I believe him, I absolutely believe that the CEOs that he's talking to have been saying, hey, listen, the White House is telling us, get ready, right? The next round of tariffs uh, could be days away. I- And again, I I don't know anything. The president hasn't called me. right? I don't don't have any of that, but I'm just kind of thinking, hey, he wants the, the, the dollar to be weaker. He needs to make sure the central bank's on board. And he's expecting rate cuts. Uh, and, and of course, if the next three hundred billion go on, I think a lot of people will be saying, "Hey, we're not going to get one rate cut this year. We're not going to get two rate cuts this year. We're probably going to get four rate cuts this year." Speaking of a rate cut, look who just walked in the door.
3: Hey, can anybody come in here?
0: <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Easy E. By the way, happy birthday. 60 years old. The guy looks like he's
3: 40. You were there, too. I was there. My wife threw a a surprise birthday party, and uh, nobody was more surprised in the entire room than me that I made it to 60. (laughs) 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 I think that was my toast. I'm like, hey, I'm unprepared. He's not supposed to be here. Man, I had to come in and help answer the phone. Phones ran off the hook. You know, this is the perfect storm for gold. I mean, it doesn't get any better. You've got the Federal Reserve now for the first time in history getting in bed with the president. That's never happened. Never. You understand that it's always a dichotomy where you have to read the tea leaves and the president never says a thing. Never. You know, So now he, they're all getting on the same side. And I agree, quarter point uh, cut here and the dovish statement. But what's even more amazing, we'll talk about it. I've been dying to get this out on the air now for a while. We're going to talk about the perfect, perfect storm for gold. I mean, it's so perfect, they may make a movie out of this. We'll see you when we get back. Hey, we're back. Final segment.
0: And you know what? You never know who's going to walk in. Uh, Easy E, Eric Sederstrom, uh joining us today. And, and he's got a lot to say. He's got a really interesting spin on where things are at right now.
3: Well, if you think about the last quarter century right here on the American Freedom Network, and we sat and watched the socioeconomic destruction of America, the American lifestyle, the American way, and then they just gave away the industry. They gave away the intellectual property, and they gave it to the Red Chinese. Now, I use the word Red Chinese. They had a copy of the 1969 newspaper. We got a copy of it it, with your newspaper delivery uh, from the man we landed on the moon. So they had the whole front page. They recopied it with the delivery of the newspaper. And in the bottom, everybody in the world got to see America land on the moon except the red Chinese. They wouldn't allow the television broadcast. So the word red, when you were a kid, remember red? For you people that don't know, 1969 we were fighting. uh, The red Chinese, the communists, the Vietnamese. I mean, everybody, we were fighting against communism. Well, we just watched them give it all away. So we sat here going, well, you can't have free trade, you can't give away intellectual property, can't move everything offshore, the economy's going to collapse. All the conservatives, we all agreed, we talked about it every day, Joe and I, guess what happened? Everything collapsed. Now you've got a, a conservative president back in, they're trying to bring the factories back, bring the sovereignty back to the country, smaller government, everybody's fighting him. they're trying to get the genie back in the bottle. And they're having trouble doing that. So now you've got a a Fed that's agreeing with the president, which is unheard of. Unheard of. So now everybody's on board, and need lower rates, which is going to be a weaker dollar, which puts us back into the global arena. And then you've got now the liberal candidates coming out saying the economy's going to collapse. So why they're doing that, Elizabeth Warren's out today, oh, yeah, everything's going to collapse. So now the message that we were saying, why they gave everything away was that it was going to collapse. Now he's trying to bring it back, and the other side is trying. Now the other side is buying gold. So you've got the conservatives buying gold. You've got the feds that are yelling at you, buy gold. We're going to lower rates and weaken the dollar. And you've got every liberal from here to Timbuktu screaming, the economy's going to collapse, and they're all buying gold. I've never seen anything like it. When we get to the presidential election, I don't know where the Dow's going to be. It might be 35000 but I guarantee you, you're going to see a tremendous run in the gold because of this. This is the only thing they can point at. This is the only thing, because all the government data is backing the president. You know, jobs and everything that we always knew they made up. GDP, blah, 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 blah. That is all going in his favor. The feds are in his camp. The other side's telling you everything's going to collapse. they got to put their money where their mouth is. Your trading volumes in the gold markets have skyrocketed. Why? Because the first time in history liberals are buying gold. There's not not a better time. The only thing they're going to be able to point at during the presidential election, not the Dow, not the GDP, not anything except look at gold. (laughs) And what's happened is silver is confirming the rally. Confirming.
2: So whenever you get that,
3: just get ready. Silver's going to yank gold right along with it. So it's amazing. I mean, I've never seen anything like it, Joe. I just wanted to get on the air. I guess I'm going to have to start doing this buy gold.
0: Because Trump's going to win, and it's all going to go to hell in a handbasket. No, we're going
3: to do NPR radio. <laughs> Hello? Yes. We believe you should be buying gold today.
0: <laughs> I'm throwing my hat in the ring for Elizabeth Warren and AOC.
3: Crazy. Crazy. Get those Indians, man.
0: 800 $10 Indians for $10 less than a $10 Liberty at seven We'll be back tomorrow.